My name is Michael Scott. Welcome to my world and prepare to be awakened. Live from the Ojai Playhouse, this is the 2009 Oracle Awards. Expect an evening of fun and surprises, with guest appearances from members of the Formel's Immortal Portal staff. And now, your hosts, the Portalcasters, Jamie, Jeff, Sean, and Chris. Welcome to episode 10, everyone, this very special episode of Awakenings where we will be presenting to you the Oracle Awards. I know you guys are excited to find out who won. These are your vote, 131 of you. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, there are 700 of you on the forums, come on. (laughs) That's about like 40%. (laughs) No, it's a a better turnout than I was expecting, I mean, our, our regular... You know, podcast polls usually get somewhere you know in the forty to fifty range. So to to get over a hundred was was impressive. I was proud of that. Well, yeah, Hopefully but I we mean, have the main thirty downloads. The main page polls usually you know garner in the hundreds. So and this oh, yeah. was right off the main page. So yeah, I I mean with across the month, I was expecting at least a hundred. So that we got one hundred thirty really really just icing on the cake. I thought it would be a good spread to get, you know, the winners uh, to be accurate if we had at least 100 votes. So that we got 130 was just was just perfect. So thank you, everyone, for yeah. uh, for coming on and voting. I mean, you know, there's a lot of categories, and as we've seen on the uh, the forums, it was apparently a pretty hard decision for some of you, so that's good. It means we had some good uh, nominees there. And just so uh, – just to make it aware as kind of a disclaimer here, I know all of the answers – only the no. people presenting the awards and myself know the results. You're going to hear reactions. I'm the award master. Sean is the man behind the curtain. I don't know. Is he certified like a you know public accounting firm and eligible no. to actually be the one oh. to do that? Oh, no. He's, he's completely certified. <laughs> I, I, am, I am certified. We're certifiable. Yeah. Certified. I was going to say certified in what? There's no doubt he's certifiable. Absolutely. <laughs> Sean is, is the keeper of the envelopes. So what's our uh, what's what's our first word we're giving out? I want to get right into it, guys. Let's go. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Now, without any further ado, let's go to a commercial. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're not that bad. Yeah, we're not your normal award show. We'll find yes. out who's going home right after this. Long <laughs> <laughs> show. All right, award number one is the Elder Race favorite. And the nominees are Arapanop, Bastet, Hecate, Mars, The Morgan, Scatty, and The Witch of Endor. And Sean, can I have the envelope, please? Here. Thanks. And and the oracle goes to Scatty. Yay! Big surprise. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that was, wasn't a real. Uh, that was an obvious one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that one was uh, was definitely predictable. But um, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't vote for Scatty in that? Really? I, I mean, don't think on. I did. 
Come on. What? How could you not? All right. So, want to know how close it was? Yes. Um, sure. All right. The elder race favorite, Scatty won with a whopping 54% of the vote. Nice. The closest to her was Mars at 12%. Really? Wow. Really. Wow. The rest were all spread out in the – Significantly. Yeah. How about that? That was pretty obvious, though. I mean, you know, who doesn't love Scatty? I don't know, but at 54% of the vote, there's actually an awful lot of people out there who, who don't think about right. it. Or they don't yeah. – th- she's not the favorite. 40, yeah. 46% of the people voted. <laughs> that's, that's incredible math, Jeff. I know, isn't it? It's amazing. And, and he's from the South, people. I'm pretty smart. You are. You're as good as Purdy. I can do my arithmetic. <laughs> Uh, well, our uh, our next award is for the favorite scent, and the nominees are Josh's Oranges, Sophie's Vanilla Ice Cream, Nicholas's Peppermint, Jones Lavender, Germain's Burnt Leaves, Shakespeare's Lemon, Dee's Brimstone slash Sulfur, Machiavelli's Snake, Palamides' cloves, not his clothes, his cloves, <laughs> <laughs> and Billy the Kid's red pepper or cayenne. And Sean, may I have the envelope? Here. And the winner is Sophie's Vanilla Ice Cream. Hey. That's a, wow. a bit of a surprise to me, yeah. actually. It, uh, that one, that one was – Interesting on the spread of votes, if you care to know. Oh, yeah? Sophie and Josh were at 27% with Sophie being the winner, which is, you know, that's a much less margin than, for example, Scatty just had. Mm-hmm. But Josh's oranges were at 20%. Then there was two of them in the teens, and then all the rest only had one or two votes. Wow. So hmm. Sophie and Josh were, were close together, but huh. Sophie pulled it out. So D actually got some votes with this nice sulfur smell, huh? Yeah, D had 2%. I was going to say, surprisingly, votes, did so. anyone vote for that? <laughs> <laughs> at, at only 2%, it doesn't, you know, it wasn't too many votes. So what's up next? It's uh, most powerful elemental magic. And the nominees are air, water, fire, earth, and ether. And the oracle goes to ether. And really? I'm wow. significantly not surprised. Really? Uh, and it won by a heck of a margin. Really? Yep. Wow. Considering we've not seen it. <laughs> we don't know much about it. But Ether um, got 43% of the vote. That's what Fire other, and water uh, were both around 20%. Air was at 13 and Earth was only at 4 So no one seems to think Earth is really all that important. I guess maybe uh, we'll find out soon. Was but, I, really, I expected I mean, Fire to get more votes than it did. Only just hearing about it, you know, and not obviously not seeing its magic at all. That's that's kind of uh, surprising to me. It must have been that all that dimensional talk on the forums. Yeah, it had to be. It was that video. It's all time and space. I mean, if I light you on fire, you can just go back in time and not be on fire. Well, <laughs> I guess so. That wouldn't be very nice, Sean. <laughs> yeah, but it's something I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah, you would actually. <laughs> well, all right, yeah. Let's go right now. What do you have? I got fire. What do you bring into the table? 
<laughs> the space-time continuum. We really better cut to Marshall before things get get dirty. We gotta we we gotta cut here, guys. Now a word yeah. from our sponsors. <laughs> this segment of the Oracle Awards is brought to you by Witcherly Antiques for all your glassware needs. Located in the heart of Ojai, California, just across from Libby Park. Come on in for everything from mirrors to paperweights. Just be sure to respect the owner, otherwise you might become part of the merchandise. Oops, quick, better hurry out the back leg gate. Paris should be far enough away. So, welcome back to the Oracle Awards. You better pay for that uh, mirror, Jane. It wasn't me. It sounded... (laughs) Sure it wasn't. I like that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can't believe we got uh, you know, Dora as a sponsor on the show. It's pretty nice. Wow, thank you like to uh, Witcherly Antiques for that spot. Yeah. So, support our sponsor, guys. Support our sponsors. And now we have a guest presenter for our most suspicious character. I will let her introduce herself. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel. My forum name is Molly's Army. I'm part of the moderator team, and I live in Northern California. I wanted to say happy birthday to all of the September birthdays, especially to uh, Chris and Melinda, who are celebrating their birthdays this month as well on our mod team. I also wanted to say to Jules, thank you very much for including me in all of this. I am just so thrilled to be a part of your team and your site and everything that we're doing here. And I hope you have just the most amazing birthday. You certainly deserve it. I hope you get really spoiled. And to Mr. Michael Scott, thank you for creating these amazing books, which are the reason we are all here in the first place. I love them. My daughter loves them. And it really is a wonderful thing to be able to share these books with her. Thank you very much. So my category to present is Most Suspicious Character. And the nominees are... John D., Nicholas Flamel, Perinel Flamel, Germain, Niccolo Machiavelli, Mars, Scatty, and the Witch of Endor. And the envelope, please. The winner is Niccolo Machiavelli. Nice. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. That, that, was, uh, that was actually a, a tie for a long time. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, him and Nick. Huh. Machiavelli's at 24%. Nicholas is at 23%. Wow, that was it's really close. One vote. It was one vote extra. I think we had odd number of votes. Yeah, yeah but wow. There was, in fact, a tie up until, like, last week. Like, the last few days of voting, Machiavelli actually pulled ahead. So, Nick and Nick. Nick and Nick. Going. How about that? <laughs> and they but both yeah. have uh, close cropped hair. And actually, the Witch of Endor was close. She was just under 20%. Everyone <laughs> else was low. So those were the three most suspicious characters. And, uh, I can't say I'm exactly surprised, knowing that that Nick and Nick were were so close. Right. You know, I expected of the you know the three people who were significantly in the lead. I expected to be between Flamel, Machiavelli, and the Witch. I'd like to say thank you to Rachel for coming on and presenting an award for us. Yeah. And she expressed thank you most, very much. I think she, uh, with those sentiments she attached, can pretty much speak for the rest of the team as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think next up is the scariest creature. Uh, I'm the scared nom- now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Chris is I'm the scariest. One of the one of the nominees. Um, <laughs> let's see. We've got quite quite a good list of nominees. They are Gollum, 
The Morgan's Crows, Torque Alta, The Seer, Nidhogg, The Sphinx. The Genii Kukuyati. <laughs> I'm looking at that going, I just have no idea how to say that. The creatures in the Hoods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <So> those guys. <laughs> Genii Kukuyati. I'm just going to say, you know what? Thanks, Jeff, for the help. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the G- Gabriel Hounds, Vitella, and the Wild Hunt. And the envelope for the winner. The winner is Nidhogg. Really? Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. I, he was I up there the Wild list, Hunt was but... close, but the Wild Hunt was close. Now, I have a question for you. I want to test our hosts here. Which scariest creature got no votes? Hmm. Um, Gollum. Jamie. I'm going to say the Morgan's Crows. Chris? Um, the Seer. Gabriel Hounds. That was going to be my <laughs> second guess. Got, however, the Gollum got 2%. They're pretty scary, so got one or two votes. Right, so it's close. Uh, only got like one vote. They were at one percent. Wow. But wow. the Gabriel Hounds, you know, I, I'm doing a quick scan here, and no, no, there was there's one other section actually where there was zero votes, and we already did it. And back at the Elder Race favorite, there was hmm. one zero vote there too, hmm. which I should have brought up then, but it was Bestet. Really? No one likes Bestet. Yep. Huh. Which the only yeah, the I, only two those the only two things to get zero wow zero votes. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Gabriel Hounds were pretty scary. They were the good guys. So sure. I think that's why. Yeah, but they I were still pretty scary. Yeah. But on this list, on this list, the only ones that everyone else is a bad guy. This is true. Yeah, that's true. So they were the only good guys on the list. So I think that really had to do with why they got none of the vote. Well, again, that depends on your definition of good. Okay, they were the ones like going against the heroes. <laughs> Make me light you on fire too, Jamie. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, I thought you already were doing that. <laughs> I'm I'm burning this thing to the ground. If you. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's move on on to our uh, our next sponsor. Then uh, it's a very special sponsor, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. If you've ever visited San Francisco, surely one of the main stopping points on your trip would have been Alcatraz Island. This once lush and beautiful landscape was a Civil War fortress, and more notoriously, it was a prison home to some of the most vile and dangerous criminals of its era. Men the likes of Robert Stroud, Al Capone, and George Machine Gun Kelly, each at one time or another, called the Rock their home. Now abandoned and desolate, Alcatraz is in dire need of renovations. In partnership with the San Francisco Parks and Recreation Department, we are committed to preserving this historical landmark and to rejuvenating Alcatraz Island to a state that would please even Juan Manuel de Alley. For more information on how you can help turn Alcatraz into a living history museum for future generations, please contact us at Enoch Enterprises. We thank you for your continued patronage. This message was paid for by Enoch Enterprises. was trying to buy an I award. I think he was. <laughs> he was. He's trying to trying to get in there. I, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, I guess it will. Only time will tell if. Uh, That's right. If he actually bought his way. How much in did there. he pay for that spot? 
You don't want to know. <laughs> don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> Wouldn't it happen to have been one of those swords, would it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, he wants to get his hands on one of these awards. I'm telling you, they're 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 pretty pretty important mm-hmm. stuff. Pretty powerful. I mean, Absolutely. you know, just just based alone on these things. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, they're made out of this, you know, ancient statuette. You know, made from the hardest granite found anywhere on Earth. The Oracle statuette stands an impressive ten and a half inches tall and weighs an astounding fourteen pounds. Base is constructed out of a very rare mineral from an undisclosed shadow realm and weighs next to nothing. Yet it is so hard it can only be cut by the blade of an elemental sword. Each statuette is hand-carved by a very skilled and ancient immortal whose name we have been asked to keep concealed for their privacy. I wonder I wonder who who that immortal could be. Huh. Mm-hmm. And what, what sword is he using to, uh, to carve these statuettes for us? Sworn to secrecy. I know, I know. We can't tell you guys. Sorry about that. Sworn to secrecy. But yeah, they're very, very nice awards. And um, I don't know. I may, I may hold on to one of them. Someone may not get one. <laughs> Sorry, Scabby. Just taking your award. It got, it got lost in the mail. I don't know, Jamie. I think we got issues. We got one, one of the one of the boys on here. You know, potentially rigging the votes. One threatening to keep an award. I don't know. I think we got to figure out something yeah. to do about this. D, D, <laughs> give me, give me a call. Back. Give me a call. Hit <laughs> so uh, the next award is for the best location, and the nominees are Fleming's Books, the Golden Gate Bridge, Yggdrasil, Alcatraz, Ojai, Paris, the Catacombs. The Junkyard, and Stonehenge. And the Oracle goes to Yggdrasil. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not real surprised. I mean, no, I think that's who I was pulling for. Yeah, I I don't think uh, I was shocked. It really wasn't all that, that close either. I mean, Yggdrasil won. Just killed it. No, it didn't kill it. It had what, 30% what the, of the... What was the vote? Well, Yggdrasil had 30% of the vote. But the next closest one to it was 18%, and then there were a lot of in the you know in the teens and like real low ones. So I mean, it only got 30% of the vote, but the next closest one to it was 18. And that was the catacombs. Huh. Wow. Everything else was pretty low, and Stonehenge was about the same as the catacombs. Yeah, I mean, it just so was an impressive location. I voted for the winner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you sure Chris isn't rigging the votes now? now? <laughs> <laughs> Chris's votes actually counted. Oh, okay. I see. You like her more. It's okay. I think it was it was the only only winner so far I did vote for, but anyway. <laughs> it was it was your birthday I present from Sean. If you're still winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't really remember which ones I voted for because I voted like when it first went off. <laughs> I'm trying to remember here. <laughs> Moving on, our next uh, next award is for the uh, the most vivid scene description, and the nominees are the Yggdrasil in Hecate's Shadow Realm, Scaddy's Dojo, or the entryway to such, Alcatraz in San Francisco, Libby Park in Ojai, Germain's house slash yard in Paris, the catacombs in Paris or under Paris. The train station in London, or the junkyard in London, and the winner is 
The Yggdrasil. And heck, back to wow. back. Back to back wins. You guys are really See, now Yggdrasil's getting Yggdrasil. two, but we don't have, we don't have to tell Yggdrasil <laughs> that. Right. Right. Hey, it doesn't exist anymore. They're not going to get there anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's dead anyway. I agree with that. I think I voted for that, actually. Closest one to it was the Catacombs, and it wasn't close. Really? Yeah, one pretty good. And nice. It, was a, it's, it's, it, wasn't a, it, it wasn't a runaway, but it was a solid win. It's very interesting. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's one of the only places that is a complete fabrication. Yeah. yeah. You well, know, that, the dojo, but the dojo's well, dojo. You know, you know, you know what I mean. I mean, it's yeah. you know, in a shadow realm, and that's the only shadow realm we've yeah. been in. So yeah, it's it's not really surprising, and it's it's a very good description. I mean, yeah. it really. Is. I think they're all very good descriptions. I I think I had for most of those very very clear pictures of what, at least in my mind, these places look like. So, I, I yeah, definitely enjoyed reading descriptions of the places in the books. On that note, I think we uh, it's time for another break here, and we're gonna get yeah, to another. We commercial. have a very special sponsor coming right up. So the, the the spot was actually purchased in the hopes that it would have. Uh, fit in nicely but unfortunately the voters did not decide this way and now a word from our sponsor hey konnichiwa are you out of shape are you constantly picked on and bullied have you always wanted to learn how to disarm a member of the gendarme then you need to come and sign up at the dojo of shadows conveniently located in the heart of chinatown and with this month's 20 percent off special you can be trained by one of the greatest martial artists in the world, the ever-youthful Skatok. But be very careful, she bites. <laughs> Sayonara! That was well, an excellent you. commercial. Thank you, that was, thank you, Scatty. That was wonderful. That was, <laughs> so, you know what, Scatty, we're sorry, but... I would have make too much fun of her or her com- a commercial for her dojo, you know. <laughs> yeah, what's she gonna I do? I wouldn't want her hunting you down later. <laughs> yeah, it would have been really I'll nice, really nice if she'd won. If Skay's dojo had won that last category, and then you know would have went right. She already got commercial, the favorite. Yeah, this is true. This is true, and she's got another category coming up. I'm pretty sure she's she's a favorite at the moment. Anyways, I mean, she you know she's stuck in the past and all. <laughs> She can't really get I mean, here that, right now. <laughs> Except oh, I gotta, on her what are the uh, <laughs> what, what are the uh, FedEx charges for shipping this uh, war to her? <laughs> what so the Pleistocene era? Yeah, we might have a problem with that. Yeah. Oh. It could be real expensive. It, it'll be waiting here when she gets back. But <laughs> we'll just have Maki always send one to her through the lay gate. Yeah, yeah sure, he'll be that. happy to assist with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we already gave him an award. Why do you think we gave him that one? So he wouldn't steal the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if Sean's not here next week, we know what happened to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or next time, I should say. <laughs> For the next award, we have another very special presenter who everyone should have met. You all might recognize. Yes. I'm going to turn it over to Roxy. Hi, my name's Roxy. I'm known as Bella Stella on the forum. Basically, my role on the forum is moderator and also help with uh, a little bit of graphics and a little bit of web with uh, Sean. And here are the results for the Oracle poll. And my category was best training sessions. So the nominees were Gaddy training the twins in martial arts, 
the Witch of Endor training Sophie in air magic. Scatty and Joan training Josh to use a sword. Jermaine training Sophie in fire magic. And Gilgamesh training the twins in water magic. So the winner is, drumroll, Gilgamesh training the twins in water magic. Here we go. Yeah. That was, um, I think that was a pretty obvious yeah. one. Yeah, I liked that that description on that was really yeah. neat. Yeah, it was now, the most vivid, I think. What I thought was interesting is which one do you think came in a relatively close second? Um, the, other, would, the other three weren't really close at all, but there was one that was I close. I would say air magic. I was going to say air magic, too. I was going to say air, but since you guys did, I'm going to say fire. <laughs> none of the magic. Oh, it, was that way. it was none of the magic. Really? The sword. It was scared. Stone training Josh to use a sword, nice. and that really surprised me. That's a little surprising. The other, the other, I mean, the Gilgamesh training the twins in water magic, which I voted for, that got thirty-two percent of the vote. Scatty and Joan training Josh got twenty-five percent of the vote. Then the next closest is only at like thirteen percent. Wow! It was just it, I, that surprised me that that was that much. That was it was that close. Right. I agree. And uh, moving on from that. We go right into best use of magic, and the nominees are Perinel melting the car parts in The Alchemist, Perinel speaking through Sophie later on in The Alchemist, D raising the dead in Ohio, Alchemist, Jermaine's firework display, Magician, Flamel transfigures salt to sugar to attract ants, Magician, Sophie freezing the Deseer, Magician. D encasing Mars in bone, magician. Josh lending his aura to Sophie, the magician. Billy sending poison flies to Alcatraz, the sorceress. Perry bringing down the building, the sorceress. Shakespeare conjuring the animals, the sorceress. And the oracle goes to Mr. William Shakespeare conjuring the animals in the sorceress, chapter 36. Wow. I, that, I'm, I'm impressed by that. And this was one of the very close ones. Shakespeare Conjuring the Animals was at 19%. Wow. The next closest was 14%. It's Sophie Freezing the Deseer. Then there was Josh Lending His Aura to Sophie and Jermaine's Firework Display. Wow. Tied third. Wow. You know, and I, then there were a lot of – it was real close. I mean it was like 14%, 13%, 12%. I'm really, really surprised by that because you know, Dee's necromancy in Ojai is really looked over a lot. But if you can visualize how many skeletons and corpses that he raised to come into Ojai, that was quite a feat. D raising the dead only got 6%. Yeah, I'm quite surprised by that because – I expected to win – I expected Paranel speaking through Sophie to win. It did not. It came in fourth, even. Huh. But you know, Shakespeare conjuring the animal. So while he may never win that Oscar for writing, magic. <laughs> he he's got an oracle. Far more valuable than stupid gold man. Absolutely. Congratulations, right. Shakespeare. Let's see. Next up, we have favorite podcast episode. The one without Jeff. Ouch. <laughs> yes, that one wins. Do the other three of us? Do we get? Or, do we get? You know, little sacks. <laughs> and Roxy gets. No, no, no. You see, here's the key. I wasn't there, so I'm the reason you won. So I get statue. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I tried. 
Good try. Well, let's yeah. just say I have the statues here, so I'll keep it for us as a collective. How about that? Oh, okay. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Our nominees are Episode 1, Return of the Warrior, Episode 2, Snake Charmer, Episode 3, Playing with Fire, Episode 4, We've Got It Covered, Episode 5, Live and Let D. Episode 6, Premonitions and Predictions. Episode 7, It's All Fun and Games. Episode 8, Book 3, Unexpected and Unexplained. And the winner goes to... Episode 8, Book 3, Unexpected and Unexplained. I told you. <laughs> God, I was kidding. I don't know. I, I figured it would be the, the episode 4 about the covers. But well, that was close. I, I wasn't too surprised about that, and not because I wasn't there, but <laughs> it's the freshest one in everyone's mind when the voting happened. So, what was the next? Yeah, that's shot? The next closest was actually Jermaine's playing with fire, which was actually a pretty good episode. Yes. It was. I, I think that might have even been actually. I, I can't remember. I either voted for Jermaine or I voted for the covers. One of the two I voted for. I, I wish. But, um, I wish episode nine had been out when the voting happened I know. because that probably would have won. That's you know what? That's my favorite episode that we've done so far. Was episode? No, nine. I, I actually read it. Misread it. Scatty was second place. Uh, episode one was really? third place. Really? Very close was was Jermaine's. Was close behind. Huh. But I see. I think that first episode we did was great. The Scatty episode I thought went really well. I, yeah. I agree with that. One second, I I also I expected the cover episode to win. Yeah, that's what I expected to win. But I don't know what I expected to win. I mean, unfortunately, because episode nine came out in August, we really could. Well, Mike, Michael was on that episode too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it was the you know just the freshest in everyone's mind kind of thing, and the more people actually you know as we're growing month and month and month, you know. That's a lot of people's first episode, you know. So yeah, and I wasn't plus there. Plus, I, I, so Roxy gets gets a bonus uh, oracle, an unexpected oracle for for Ms. Roxy. Yes. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm going to that. <laughs> you got you all thought I was kidding you. I'm, I'm not shipping it to Canada. It's not happening. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> make her more expensive than shipping it to the Pleistocene. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna make her come here and get it, aren't you? We're going to make her become yeah. a citizen. She has to come pick it up herself. It's too heavy to ship. I mean, come on. <laughs> Bry it out of your hands. <laughs> Cold dead hands. <laughs> and our next award is for the most heroic action. And the nominees are Josh trying to keep the codex from D. Josh crashes the Hummer in Ojai. Josh running after the Nidhogg to save Scatty. Arapanop encasing Perry in the web cocoon. Shakespeare staying behind in the junkyard, and the Morgan drawing away Machiavelli and Billy. And the oracle goes to Josh running after the Nidhogg to save Scatty. I nice. thought it was going to be Jeff leaving the podcast. We had a good one. <laughs> Actually, Josh running after the Nidhogg to save Scatty, 60% of the vote. Yeah, the closest awesome. one to it, Shakespeare at 20%. Yeah, see, I went with Shakespeare on that one. See, I think Josh had to win because he was in. No, he got a lot of love in that category. Yeah, he's a he's a heroic guy. Yep. But yeah, that was probably one of only a couple landslide victories. Like Scatty got best elder in pretty much a landslide win, but 
Right. This was the the most landslide victory. I mean, he got sixty percent of the vote, right. and the closest one to him was only twenty percent. So, I mean, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh yeah. chasing after well, it. Well, you can't really say none of those are, you know, heroic. Well, I don't know about the Morgan one. I mean, that's kind of questionable, but mm-hmm. you know. Well, she was kind of risking her hide, you know, taking them in the wrong direction. I agree with first and second place, though. Yes, I agree with 100% with first and second place. What was second place? The Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare staying behind in the junkyard. Sacrifice yeah, himself. He's staying back with the Gabriel Hound. And now, you know, I mean, yeah, but, you know, Josh running away from uh, Jermaine's house like that, I mean. Yeah, and he struggled with it, too. I mean, so, you know, it was kind of a big deal. Even even Sophie was like, no, that's not that's not how it happened. You, you've got it backwards. It was, they you know, it was the other way. But. It was Scatty chasing after whoever took Josh, but but no. So it was hey, com- uh, completely out of character, apparently, for him. Speaking of Jermaine, Jeff, have you gotten your tickets yet? Uh, yes, I have. Awesome. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't wait to go. I mean, have you heard the, the, the new CD? Have you heard any songs off the new CD? Not yet. I'm hoping to get it there, actually. It, uh, it's supposed to come out. You know, it's supposed to have some good stuff on it. Hey, maybe uh, maybe we can sneak backstage. Sneak? Yeah. What do you got to sneak for? I have passes. You have backstage you get passes? Backstage, you no. get the backstage passes? I'm going to have to call Michael about that. Maybe he can put in a call for me. <laughs> oh, man. You, you, you have fan club to get these backstage passes, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Huh. What, what, what about you guys? Let's I have my backstage passes, and I'm going to be buying oh. a t-shirt and wearing it because Jermaine is so dreamy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, just don't like Kyle's <laughs> team, you know. Yeah, exactly, you know, and tie, tie the bottom up in a little knot. And, uh, Chris, are you going? I am. All right, we're all going to be there. I wonder, I wonder where, where you guys seats at. I don't know. I never. <laughs> I bought well, the anyway, anyway, everyone. Uh, seat is actually, on the stage. Hey, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Mine's in the front row. Has any of you ever been to a show before? The pyro at these shows are intense. None of you, people sitting in the upper balcony, aren't going to have eyeballs. <laughs> That's awesome. This master of fire, and you know, I get to run some of the pyro at the show. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. Pyro is going to be intense. Fireworks right inside the theater. It's amazing. So if you guys can't get tickets to the show and Jermaine isn't coming to a city near you, please run out and pick up his latest CD. Playing with fire. Hunka hunka burning love. <laughs> hunka hunka burning fire. <laughs> burning fire. <laughs> so our next category. I think we have another special guest star over we here. We do. And I will let her introduce herself. Hey, everyone. This is Tammy. I am Luna Aquavirgo on the forums, and I am one of the secondary administrators on the forum. I'm very excited to be a part of presenting the Oracle Awards for you today. And I just want to also say thank you to my good friend Jules for giving me the opportunity to be a part of this wonderful forum and the website and all these wonderful things. And I wanted to wish her a wonderful 40th birthday this month. You deserve all the happiness and uh, wonderful things this year and many years to come. And also birthday wishes to Michael Scott, our wonderful author of these amazing books. I want to say happy birthday to you, and thank you for introducing us to Josh and Sophie and all of the other wonderful characters in the Flamel series. And the reason I'm here is to present you with the award category I had was the best chase scene, 
and the nominees are Bird Chase on the Golden Gate Bridge, Josh Chasing After the Needhog, Sphinx Stalking Perry on Alcatraz, Sophie Chasing to Reach Josh and the Catacombs, and The Chase to Stonehenge. And the winner is, drumroll please, The Chase to Stonehenge. So you have chosen the chase to Stonehenge as the best chase scene in the Flamel series so far. So I hope you all enjoy the rest of the awards, and it's been nice to meet you all in this way, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Tammy. Chase to Stonehenge. That's a good – that's probably – And actually, yeah. second place, Josh chasing after the Nidhogg. Really? Josh getting all kinds of love. How about that? The other three weren't really even worthy. <laughs> in the vote, sure in the voting, <laughs> no, okay. not, the voting, not worthy. They didn't even they didn't <laughs> even stand up. But I mean, the chase of Stonehenge won was winning from day one. Yeah, yeah. Man, really I figured cool. that one was going was going to take away with that. So good stuff. Thank you, Tammy. So we have a uh, we have another sponsor here, which is convenient. It, absolutely convenient. So uh, chase the Stonehenge. <laughs> now, now word from our sponsor. Are you stranded in an unfamiliar city? Do you require a special kind of transportation? Then call Palamedes Taxi Service. We've been serving the greater London area with special shuttle services for the better part of the century. When no one else will pick you up, just call on Pally. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you, pal. I, I oh, think no, they have to all walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like you're going to eat my children or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. Would, would you use him to escape? I, 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 I don't know, but I tell you what. It's interesting you mention that, Sean, because our next category is the best escape. Not interesting. I have a script. <laughs> well, okay. It wasn't interesting. It was a good segue, though. Anyway, the nominees for the best escape are Escape from Yggdrasil from The Alchemist Escape from Ojai also from The Alchemist Escape from Sacre Coeur The Magician Escape from the Eiffel Tower The Magician Escape from the Genii Cuculati in London The Sorceress Escape from the Junkyard The Sorceress Perry's Escape from Alcatraz The Sorceress an escape from Stonehenge and the Sorceress. And the winner is Perry's Escape from Alcatraz and the Sorceress. Gone away victory. Yeah, I thought I, so. 50%. Yeah. Next closest, 17. Yeah, I mean, because look what, I mean, she completely blindsided Dee and Machiavelli. Well, you know, with the help of Morgan. It makes but, it interesting. The, uh, She's at 49%. Escape from Stonehenge was 17%. Everything else was single digits. Wow. Everything else got a vote. So no zeros. Well, you mean if you look at the other ones, I mean the only one that really was worth anything of them getting out of there was the junkyard that wasn't listed as Stone, you know, the Stonehenge. Or, because the Eiffel Tower, I mean, they ran through a crowd of people and blew up, you know, Jermaine blew stuff up. Soccer Kerr, they just had the fog. Oh, hi, they jumped through a mirror. Um, Yggdrasil, they snuck out the back door. So They stole the Hummer. Come on. Yeah, after the escape, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was part of the escape. Yeah, yeah, it was. So so the uh, the nine-hour drive was also part of the escape. <laughs> Apparently. 
That, that wins the uh, longest escape award. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move right along here from escape to fight scene. And best fight scene nominees are Flamel versus D in the bookstore, The Alchemist. Battle of the Yggdrasil, The Alchemist. Battle at Ojai, The Alchemist. Sophie and Joan versus the Deseer, The Magician. Josh versus the Nidhogg in the Seer and the Magician. Battle at Notre Dame, the Magician. Paranel versus the Sphinx, the Sorceress. The Junkyard Battle, the Sorceress. Battle in the Barn slash Stonehenge, the Sorceress. And the Oracle goes to a tie. A tie. We got a tie. How about that? The Battle of Yggdrasil, and the Battle in the Junkyard. Huh. The only tie of these Oracle Awards. Kind of surprising. Best fight scene. However, it very well could have been like a seven-way tie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was. this was the closest... Race of all of them? Race of all of them. Huh. We had the two winners were at 16%. There's a 15%. A 13% and a two 11%. I mean, this was a swing, one vote in either direction, and we would have had a different winner. Wow. And what I find, find interesting is the the loser, I guess, if you want to say the, the least votes, was Flamel versus D in the bookstore. What started the entire book series. Right. Mm-hmm. Least number of votes. It was the least impressive, though. I mean, it was just flashy lights. It was right? just flashy lights and smells. And blew so. out some windows, you know. <laughs> But I mean, with with the Yggdrasil, I mean, between Perry showing up through Sophie and the whip and and all the creatures coming in and the army, we saw the we saw the real power of the sword in Mm -hmm. in the junkyard battle. Just seeing Josh in that kind of battle mode, and the junkyard battle had so many different scenes in it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by the winners, but it really could have been any one of them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely that category and i think from what was going on in the forums that that was the hardest category like no one could decide which one to vote for based on some of the conversations that were going on right yeah yeah that's a tough one it is it's a real tough one because they're all good they're i mean they're they're all potential winners the battle at the junkyard you know that had the best use of magic happen with shakespeare's conjuring it's true yeah you know so right we've got another sponsor coming up here too don't we time for another commercial Mmm, yes, honey, it was delicious, thank you. Oh, 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 oh. help. <laughs> Unquiet meals causing ill digestions. Eight wild boars roasted whole at breakfast and yet but twelve persons there. Is this true? Hath he eaten you out of house and home? Are you a cook that cannot lick his own fingers? <laughs> Call on me anon and I shall quickly remedy thy circumstance. With great ease, measure for measure, my meals rise above all, and without much ado thou shalt be sated. Shakespeare's kitchen and catering service, taste to the sweets of my sweet philosophy. Oh, mine eyes smell onions, I shall weep anon. Well, I'm hungry. Yeah, that sounds sounds like some burning food there. He's gonna go out and dump it out the door again. <laughs> <laughs> Got some some black uh, billowing smoke coming out his chimney. As long as his food smells better than he does. 
<laughs> smells like lemon. Might have a problem, man. You ever wonder how he, uh, where he gets the grease at for the fries? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> oh that's terrible. Uh, you know, I wish he would have come up with some, you know, original lines to use in that commercial. I mean, he already wrote all those down. Well, you know, I mean, they're 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 his to use. He can repeat yeah. them as many times as he wants to. That's just lazy. <laughs> He's coming with some new material, huh? I mean, come on, he Shakespeare. This is true. The Bard. And he's the owner of an oracle. Next category, favorite female character. And the nominees are Bastet, Hecate, Joan of Arc, The Morgan, Paranel Flamel, Scatok, Sophie Newman, and The Witch of Endor. And the envelope, please. Our winner is Scatok. Surprise! Shock and amazement. I was totally not expecting that. <laughs> Bassett got zero votes. Left, by the way, <laughs> did she really? Yeah, no one likes the cat goddess. <laughs> she got no love this entire. You guys better time. look out. She's gonna come for you. Bassett got zero votes on female character and elder race. Wow, that's awesome. Scatty getting two. Scatty's got two. Is that is that our top one there? Is anyone else? still has two. Yggdrasil's... Oh yeah, still has three. Three. Oh, it escaped from wow. the show. It got the fight scene, it got vivid scene description, and it got best location. Okay, now, where am I sending that to? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll handle it. Okay, all right. I think Scatty would get them because she's her closest living relative. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so Scatty gets five. So Scatty gets five. <laughs> by, right default, by default. Right and, of course, she – I'm not even going to get into it. She won by infinity. <laughs> Yeah, I, I assume that she just absolutely... Everyone else got like three votes. She got 700. Yeah. Wow. Somebody cheated the system then, because, you know... It's scatty. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a uh, favorite female character, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, we, had, uh, we have the final category, award category, which is favorite yeah. male character. And the nominees are... Billy the... Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jeff lost... <laughs> Or did he get zero yeah. votes? <laughs> he actually got negative. He didn't even show up on the list. I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Maybe next year. That's all right. What? And the nominees are Billy the Kid, D, Jermaine, Gilgamesh, Josh Newman, Machiavelli, Mars, Nicholas Flamel, Palamedes, and Shakespeare. And the oracle goes to Machiavelli. Really? He's got two. Most yes. suspicious and favorite. He's suspicious, yes. but people That's like him. He's, uh, he's my favorite. I voted for Shakespeare, but I've got a soft spot. You do. <laughs> a little bit. It was real close. I almost, I was, I did, couldn't decide if I wanted to vote for Shakespeare or Jermaine, because Jermaine's way up there, but I had to give my vote to Willie. Machiavelli. And the next closest to him was Josh. At, at Machiavelli got 25% of the vote. Josh got 20%. Wow. Everyone else was in the low teens to single digits. Wow. Well, how did, how did Palamedes do? He's who two, I voted for. 2%. 2%. 2%. Wow. Him, Palamedes, <sighs> Too bad D, for the Billy the Knight. Palamedes, D, and Billy the Kid got 2%. Oh. Wow. Then yeah. Mars at 5%. Gilgamesh had seven percent. 
Shakespeare and Jermaine had 12%. Nick had 13 Josh at 20 and Machiavelli at 25 Nice. That's probably my – that's probably the most surprising one. Yeah, that's that, – yeah, I, I, was, like I, went from, I went for Machiavelli. That's who I voted for, so Machiavelli. I understand him winning. It just – that was the one I, I wasn't – I didn't expect. Like, until I saw that he had won, I didn't think that he would win. Right. I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to be too bad in one of the future books when, you know, everyone's favorite character dies. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. It's quite possible. I don't see him making it. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> it's quite possible. Yeah. So those were your awards. You guys voted. You know, Sean just tallied the votes. You guys voted. Those were your I winners. Wait, I let the computer do it for me. Okay. Sean's code <laughs> tallied them for Sean didn't do anything. <laughs> you guys decided. And uh, and those are your winners. So um, we have a couple uh, We have a couple special Oracle Awards to hand out now, if I'm not mistaken. But first, we're going to hear from a birthday wish, yes, right? Yes, we we had several people call in and wish them happy birthday, so I'm going to play one of those now. Great. Hi, guys. This is Emily calling. Um, from, I'm from Denmark, so that is why if my English is a bit rusty, but I hope you get it all. You will know me on the forum as Talk 17 I'd like to say thank for, thanks for the latest podcast. Um, it, was, it was really great and really, really funny. I actually found myself laughing out loud several times, and I had this big grin on my face all while I was listening to you. Um, so really great thanks for that. And it's great to have uh, Jeff back again, though I did enjoy Roxy's performance. She did a great job. So in your latest podcast, you sent out a request for some birthday songs for Michael and for Sapphire. And since... Chris's birthday is so close, and um, I thought I'd add a song more to the list. Now, I'm going to sing a song for each, um, in English, of course, and then I'm going to sing uh, a part of a Danish birthday song for them all together, um, for the fun of it. So I'm going to start to sing for Chris, and then Sapphire, and then Michael. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Chris. Happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. And then Sapphire. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sapphire. Happy birthday to you. And for Michael. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Michael. Happy birthday to you. So, that's the English ones. Um, and then I'm just going to sing the first part of the Danish one, because it's a bit long. So. I dag er det jeres fødselsdag. Hurra, hurra, hurra. I sikrer jer en gave for, som I har ønsket jer i med dejlig chokolade og kager til... There you go. <laughs> yes, that is it. <laughs> I hope you can uh, you can use it. If not, it was well. I had fun making this, so um, and I I'm really looking forward to the next next podcast. Um, and of course the Oracle Awards. Um, it's really exciting. 
and yeah, I guess that's it um, for this time. And yes, as I said, I'm Emily, um, and I'm uh, from Denmark. Yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye. Thank yeah. you very much. That was. Uh, I had a. That was you excellent. know, I had a smile on my face the whole time listening to that too. Yeah, that was and fantastic. And that was uh, another person that, call, that called in and said. I knew that was coming. He can't just let. Them. Yeah, but you know, she also said Roxy did yeah. a great job. She did. Well, she did, but not not hey, nearly. Hey, hey, I'll bet job. you. I'll I... bet you she voted for episode eight. <laughs> I hate you, Sean. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Uh, so I, I mean, I understood that whole Danish thing. It was something about wishing birthdays and things like that. In case you guys needed a translation. Oh really? Okay, okay. thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that. Not birthday really up on, not really up on my Danish, but um, yeah. I appreciate. We really do appreciate the call in, though. I mean, it's really nice to hear. That was yes. fantastic. Yeah, that w- to hear that w- our, our listeners from uh, from other countries and bring a little bit of your culture into our show. We uh, really appreciate that. We are now officially the number one international <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Nicholas Flamel book series. <laughs> yes, We've gone yes, global. <laughs> and you know, speaking of of um of other countries and um and whatnot, we we have a special award to give out here. The Portal Award is what we're calling it. And it's a special version of our Oracle statuette. And uh this is for someone who is very near and dear to our hearts, uh Jules. From uh, from England, and uh, she is Zephyr on the forums. You guys know you you'll hear her uh, her whip crack coming if you're if you're out of line on the forums. Everything we're doing here is because of Jules. She kind of orchestrated this entire madness, you know, in correlation with uh, with Michael Scott and uh, and them kind of getting their heads together and 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 thinking about this. Uh, this idea for the for for a fandom one place for all the fans to come together from all over the world and um, you know she came in and recruited me and, and and Jamie and Sean and Chris and and all the other people that are a part of the the team and uh, we'd like to say a, a special thanks to you Jules for uh, all your hard work and your many hours that you put into this. And basically for for putting up with us as well. <laughs> uh, sometimes it can it can get to be a little a little messy between people, and uh, you're always there to to uh, to take care of all the all the problems. And uh, you do an excellent job, you know, managing this entire uh, this entire operation. So uh, I say thank you from all of us, and happy birthday. I wanted to say a, a quick thank you to Jules uh, for introducing me to this wonderful series. She came to me and said, you got to read this, it's, you know, it's got magic and great series. And, you know, and, the, and then she came to me again and was like, I've got this crazy idea. And she's, she's come to me several times saying she's had crazy ideas and, you know, they, uh, they have always been fun and I've always enjoyed the ride and wherever your crazy ideas have taken us. But, uh, this website and this forums are so wonderful and they wouldn't be here without you. And then you came to me again with the Crazy idea. We want you to produce a podcast. Yeah, and I think my reaction after picking my jaw up off the floor was, uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that. Uh, and, and here we are, not quite a year later, podcasting to you guys. So thank you to Jules for that and happy birthday. You know, like everybody said, thank you so much to Jules for asking me to join this, this little group. I joined, I don't know, I guess maybe a month or 
a month or two after the the site went live, but I had actually read the books much earlier than that. I read the first one, actually, I think probably a month after it was published. So I knew the book when um, Jules mentioned it, and it has been tons of fun being a part of this group and a part of the, the podcast and the forum moderating. And, you know, I look forward to all the days ahead and everything that it brings. And um, happy birthday, because all the best people in the world are born in September. So. My wife's born in September. See? Here's my point. <laughs> if you told me a year ago we would be doing this, it was, I mean, really, we've only been around for, it's been less than a year. It's less than a year, yeah. I mean, we went live sometime in the middle of October-ish. Yeah, yeah, late late end of October, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a year ago, you know, I, I, I got a, I, I think I got a, uh, a message from from Jeff saying, "Have you ever heard of this book series?" And it was probably close to about a year ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it, like like right about now. And I mean, Jeff and I have have worked on some things in the past together. So, but it was like, oh, what's this book series you're talking about? And here we are. Exactly. And if it wasn't for Jules sending an email out to uh, some Irish guy, you know, <laughs> asking if uh, he would like a place for his fans to gather. Now look at us. We are the number one international <laughs> Melzum fan site. Hey, Sean, qu- real quick, though. You do have a statistic on how many countries visit us. I do. 61 countries and territories. Wow. 61. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. 61 countries. And it's it's across the globe. Um, we, doesn't, we haven't hit Africa yet. I think that's the only country we're not I mean, in. continent. <laughs> continent when it's the only <laughs> continent we're not in. you know i mean we're in the u.s obviously we've got canada we've got mexico we've got a lot of south america we've got almost all of europe covered and then most of southern asia you know we've got in india and, and china mainly i mean we've got australia indonesia we're we're worldwide people yeah, yeah. i mean that's just something else to you know thank you know with this creation much bigger than I ever really anticipated it getting. I mean, I had hopes, yeah. but and it keeps growing. So I mean, not yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it, not so much that we. It's it's been ten months, eleven months. You know, yeah, we're really. we're less than a year, and we're in sixty-one countries. Mm-hmm. We have seven hundred people on this forum. Well, um, we got we we we, we have great do. fans though. I mean, really. I mean, oh, it's just fans. Yeah, it's, everyone on the site. Everyone on the on the uh, on the forums, they all have just great ideas, and just the, the fan base is tremendous. And obviously, I mean, none of this would even be remotely possible without Mr. Michael Scott, who I would like to present an award to, and it's an honor to give him what we are calling the Awakened Award. And we just want to thank Michael for helping to awaken the magic in all of us. Huge thank you for this wonderful series. You know, the, the books were amazing. We, you know, we're Certainly looking forward to the other three and, you know, this sort of spin-off series you've been, you know, hinting at on the forums that we're all anxious about. I mean, we, we can't wait for for all this stuff. Uh, the three books have gotten better and better with each book. So, I mean, I can only hope that that progress continues. But if, you know, the, the next three are even remotely as good as The Sorceress was, we're in for a real treat. So, Michael, we present to you the Awakened Award. Yeah, I'd say thank you as well. That was uh, excellent, Sean. To Michael, um, you pretty much said it all. I mean, we 
Yeah, obviously wouldn't be here without Michael, and um, he's such he's he's so good at um, connecting with his fans and and wanting to be able to connect with his fans, and that's really why the website is here. I mean, he he wanted that outlet to be able to to directly communicate with his fans, and a lot of authors, you know, they they don't really do that. Especially when they get up into you know this kind of popularity, where they're you know you're on New York Times bestselling list. I mean, you'd be lucky to get a newspaper to get an interview with them. So for him to have this constant direct contact with his fans is uh, is really something amazing. And for him to take yeah. the time to to to, to read to, every yeah. post. I mean, really, guys, he reads I mean, every single post that is posted on the forums. He he goes through it. He takes the time to do that. But I mean, if he really wanted to take a day to you know write, we'd be okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> as much as we appreciate, you know, you coming on every day and you know giving us little hints and teasers and messing with our heads constantly, <laughs> you know, you've got books we want to read in that head of yours. <laughs> you get those on paper. <laughs> but no, th- thank you. I agree with both Sean and Jeff. Uh, you guys couldn't have said it better. Thank you for these wonderful, wonderful books. You know, they make reading fun. You make the series even more fun by taking time out of your day to come spend time with us on the forums and answer our questions and drop hints and drive us crazy. And I know as much as we all go nuts about it, we still, we love it. We love having you there. And thank you so much for, you know, everything you've done for us in the site. And happy birthday. And I'm just going to say ditto. I mean, everybody said exactly the right things. It's been an honor to to be given the privilege to participate and to, in some ways, help when we can with the forum and everything. And uh, they're wonderful books. I look forward to uh, the next three. And and quite frankly, I've I've now read a number of his other works, and they're wonderful. He's a wonderful writer. So thank you and and congratulations and happy birthday, because I'm going to say again, all the best people are born in September. (laughs) Uh, apparently you're right. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've done um, our sucking up, I, I believe some uh, we got some some messages with them them sucking yeah. up a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> some some birthday wishes we have called in. Hey guys, this is Roxy on the forum, aka Bella Stella, just calling in to um, give my birthday greetings. So I guess it goes out to Jules, Michael. Nicholas and Chris. So, yeah, so I wanted to do it a special way just because I can. <laughs> so I'm French, so I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sing Happy Birthday in French. You guys probably won't understand a word I'm saying, but uh, that's going to be a fun part about it. So maybe um, um, you can go look up the words or something if you understand anything. So here it goes. Bonne fête à toi. Bonne fête à toi. Bonne fête, bonne fête, bonne fête à toi. So there it goes. That was my horrible singing. And basically I said happy birthday to you because I can really say the four names all at once. So anyway, so I hope you guys have a super nice birthday and uh, enjoy. And uh, hopefully I didn't break your ears with my singing. Bye. <laughs> Pardon her French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was we actually good. have you, some talented singers. <laughs> you're after my Yeah, even though you're after my job. There, there's a there, there is a reason I'm uh, yeah, there's a reason I'm not yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> me, me as well. Me as well. Although um you know, Brittany does seem to like my uh southern accent, she may want to hear me sing. I, I don't know. You can call but, her in Wisconsin. But, 
in her, in her cows. Roxy brought up a very, very good point that it is also Nicholas Flamel's yes, birthday. It is. Yes, that we we didn't we didn't mention that. So yes, Nicholas Flamel's birthday. He shares a birthday with with Michael. Sadly, and, he didn't. Um, not, like yeah, and he did not win any awards on his birthday. Nope, nope, no awards from for uh, for Nicholas. So yeah, there, there is another you know birthday we should probably announce here. Okay. Our our good friend Mel, who you all know is L Puth and rather that no one really knows how to pronounce. Um Mel, Mel Pomponel. Yes. Mel Pomponel Pompadora hat. I don't really know. <laughs> but it is also her birthday this month and unfortunately she wasn't able to participate in our awards today, but her birthday is towards the end of September and a very happy birthday to Mel. I'm not going to say <laughs> yes. But yeah, happy birthday, Mel. Uh, we we miss you. Sad couldn't participate, but we want to say wish you a happy birthday, even though you're not here. Now, now speaking of of, of Brittany uh, from before, when I was making a reference to her liking my southern accent, don't don't we, we have do. a call from her? Well, let's cue that up. Hi, Jamie, Sean, Jeff, and Chris. This is Brittany again, and this is my friend whose name is also Chris. Hi, I've been told not to mention any southern accents at all. Or the Witch of Endor being uh, some sort of necromancer of any type. Yep, and hopefully he'll be getting an account on the forum soon, right? Of course, Brittany. Yeah, so, since I understand that we have some birthdays coming up, here's a tribute song, and Chris is going to help me sing. One, two, one, two, three, four. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Zeph, Chris, Michael, and Nick. Happy birthday to you. Well, Chris is in chorus, or he was, so he makes up for my lack of vocal talents. No, don't, no, no, no. Well, anyway, so uh, happy birthday, everyone, and we'll we'll let you get on with the all-important show now, so bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> So he wasn't supposed to mention any southern accents, but but he did. <laughs> and then he, you know, he's got a good point. The necromancer could be female. It, it's quite possibly <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Thanks, Brittany yes, and Chris. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Brittany. And we're and gonna have a voicemail from her every month. I hope so. She's hilarious. Yes, we appreciate every call that we get Absolutely. here on Awakening. So keep it up. Yeah, especially if you make fun of Jeff. You just throw that in there. Killing me. Okay. <laughs> well, that's pretty much all that we've uh, all we've got for our award show, guys. Thank you all so much for uh, for coming on the portal and uh, and voting. You know, we 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 put this together with with the fans in mind, and uh, we wanted to know what you guys thought, and uh, and you showed us. So the winners are uh, are all your choices. But we were going to discuss the random quote winner, but I think we're going to let you guys hold on to that one for a little while, and uh, we'll talk about it next month. And speaking of our next episode, we are going to be talking about the uh, the Necromancer cover that uh, was recently released and then removed by uh, by Random House. <laughs> there one minute gone the next, but it already got out. We already saw it, so... Uh, we already posted it. We already posted it. It's out there. <laughs> We're going to be talking about um, the cover, what's all on it, um, extensive conversations about the cover on the forums. 
so we're going to kind of go through that and also the first chapter of the necromancer that was given to us in um at the end of the sorceress that's all we have for this episode until the next legate opens this is jamie jeff sean and chris signing off Welcome to episode... <laughs> what? My yay and clapping just loop it over itself all the time. It'll sound like a crowd. Alrighty then. Well, fail. fail. Yeah, Jeff, make sure you read the maybe and really express those three question marks. Maybe. Question, question, question. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it's like when people always talk in air quotes. I want to talk in air parentheses so no one can hear me. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I saw uh, a smile the other day with the with the quote unquote fingers doing the quote. <laughs> I was like, oh. And I used that like one of the first podcasts. I was like, I'm doing air quotes. Yes, yeah. I think you did. <laughs> Word number one is the yours, Jamie. <laughs> I'm <laughs> reading it. You keep interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. Awesome. <clears throat> no surprise here. Uh-oh. I'll add it. <laughs> the favorite female character. Oh, the race favorite, sorry. You can edit that out. <laughs> of course, the winner being Scatty. I'm very unprepared. And did you like how I made us go to commercial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that was good. You had to cut to commercial before things went down. <laughs> And the winner goes to – can I have the envelope, please? Can I do that in backwards order? Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she, she bought Konnichiwa. this spot. Are you out of shape? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you want to say that again? <laughs> yeah. Nope. It wasn't Scatty's Dojo. Oh, cut that out, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> you can cut all this. Clearly. Heroic action. Doing Jermaine. Thank you for telling okay. me how to do my job. <laughs> where did uh, where did sh- somebody's got to? Where did um, <laughs> where did Shakespeare's commercial go? At the bottom. Shakespeare's is take going where Jermaine's is listed. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I remember you guys talking about that, but I didn't mark it on my on my uh, thing here. So my bad. Let's get ugly. Okay. <laughs> Real quick. Hey Jamie, Jamie, it, it, it's your turn to go. <laughs> <I'm clear. laughs> Category eleven. Just, just in case you didn't know, it's your turn. Staring at that one. Okay, I'm sorry. And I will let her introduce herself. Mmm. Yes, honey, it was delicious. <laughs> that was not it. <laughs> that was good, Terry. She talks wicked fast. That was definitely wow. not it. <laughs> sorry about that, wrong button. Escape from the Genii Cuculati in London. I screwed that up. I thought I was waiting for the parentheses to say in <laughs> Sorceress. So uh, that's all for uh, the next episode. Um, and that makes it all for this episode. <laughs> Until the next leg eight opens, this is... Jamie. Jeff. Sean. Chris. Signing off.